What's up, Internet? Welcome back to a very special episode of the Potscast. I'm your host, Pete and Bessie, joined this week by the Phantom Thieves' number one hype man. That's it? <laughs> Just the hype man? No, oh, it was name? a pregnant. It was a pregnant pause. But oh, okay, got you. My bad. I ruined it. No, I mean, you know, it's 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 tough because with pod podcasting, right? I podcasting. I got that Boston accent coming through here <laughs> for some reason. Uh, <laughs> I feel like the pregnant pause is really like the drum roll. You know, like it's it's how you you give someone the big up, but you know, you got to feel it out just right. You know, and it's it's all right, man. You whiffed it this time, but it's all right because I'm gonna give it to you again. All right. The Phantom Thieves, number one hype man, Mr. Zadia. Hey, what's going on? See, everybody? it brings some it brings some gravitas to the name. It you does. know what I'm saying? You know what? It adds it adds a dramatic effect. It does. And just for how I feel about this game, it's pretty every emotion in the book. So I'm gonna have to say, yeah, I'm with it. Uh, happy <laughs> to be back. If if you if you follow me on Twitter, if you're a part of the Discord, you know one of my big goals of 2020 was make it onto the Loot Pots uh, After Dark platform on their Patreon, which you should definitely subscribe to. $1, you get, is it 70-plus episodes, I believe? Something like that, yeah, we're up there Something now. like that, where you can hear our Persona 5 Royal spoiler cast that we recorded back in October. Look at this, man. He's getting through the plugs. I don't even have to do it. This guy's exactly. a staunch professional. I, I definitely can't do everything because, man, every time you chill at the end of a stream or the end of an episode, I'm just like, I, I just want to type in. And I, you see me in chat. I just type in, dude, breathe. Take a breath. Take a breath. Exactly. <laughs> you can't, though, man, is the thing. You know, it's it's too easy to get off the rhythm, right? You got to just get through it, and then you're good. You're done, right? Then you're exactly. in the show. Once you're in the podcast, it's all nice and cozy. The, the blanket's up. You're chilling. But up up through the plugs, it's it gets dicey, right? So it, I – You've already given the plug for After Dark. You've given the plug for our Persona 5 Royal Spoiler cast. If you guys don't know, if you are new here, uh, a while back, Zade and I did a uh, Persona 5 Royal Spoiler cast over on After Dark. Zade, of course, is one of you fine folks. He is one of our Patreon supporters, a staunch supporter of the show, uh, always in the chat during the Twitch streams and all kinds of stuff. So if you're one of the community, you have had Zade scream in your face that you need to play Persona 5. Uh, Sorry, at God. least once, at least once, it's part of the it's part of the experience of the community. I'd say at this point, uh, yeah, and I think it's a it's a trademark. Like if you're going into a Lupot stream, they could be playing uh, Disney Princess. Well, no, that was oh Dis uh, DC superheroes, super super, <laughs> super gals. Like, yeah, whatever like <laughs> the Wii game. I'll be in there talking about Persona Five. Exactly. Um, yeah, exactly. just going back to what I was saying. Um, it was one of my goals of 2020 to make it on the platform. I've been a big fan since day one. Um, and I already shared that story, so go listen to the spoiler cast of how I became a fan of Lupots. Um, <laughs> but my goal of 2021, uh, just podcasting-wise, was to make it on the main feed, on the RSS feed. Because I know sometimes money can be tight. So if you're ever curious as to what I sound like, I've also been on a couple of the Twitch streams, hoping we can plan something for maybe another Among Us stream. But yeah, man, it's uh, awesome to be back. Great to be back. Um, I don't know if you noticed, I got a nice haircut. Yeah, man, you're looking fresh. I know you're like well, you're all ready for here's this. Here's the thing. Here's the thing is that <laughs> after watching Steve play Ocarina of Time, I had some gray hairs coming in my head, <laughs> so I had to go get some work done. Um, and I'm just joking, of course. Steve, great guy. I love Steve. Um, but man, it sometimes it can be hard. It can, it can be like, hard. <laughs> just before we get into the main stuff, we're going to be talking about. It's like muscle memory, especially those first three dungeons, quote unquote, in Ocarina. It's just muscle memory. You know where to go. Like if me and you were on the sticks, we'd know where to go. But it's like it's like almost and don't take this in the wrong way, Steve. 
it's almost like watching a baby walk for the first time. Oh my so god! Soon. You're just—we haven't even gotten to the fact that this is the Persona Five Strikers' uh, first impressions. We're five minutes in, and we're just laying into Steve at this point. So Sorry, I think I'm gonna—I'm gonna write this ship and get us on track here. So, good, uh, good. of course, uh, Persona Five Strikers uh, has dropped in the last what? It was a week ago at this point. We two weeks in? I don't even remember anymore. A, Time's meaningless. A week, a week tomorrow for if you pre-order the digital. So yeah, a week tomorrow for you. I pre-ordered the digital deluxe version. So you had it a couple days early. I had it a day earlier than a than like when their initial release date was. Their initial release date was the the nineteenth, and I got it the eighteenth at like nine p.m. Beautiful. You so, love when that happens. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Baby at a kid, kid at a candy store. Absolutely. Kid at a candy store. So of course, uh, you know we we. Decided we wanted to do a spoiler cast for this game as well uh, at some point, but um, you know I wanted to talk about the game a little bit before that. And lately on the podcast proper, our what we've been playing section it's just been getting longer and longer and longer. And you know Zayd and I wanted to talk about the game a little bit. We wanted to you know get into some of of kind of the first impression stuff. Talk about the mechanics. Talk about the overall experience. Talk about if this is a game for you as a fan of Persona 5 or Persona 5 Royal um, before we get into all the story and the spoiler stuff. So this first impressions uh, discussion will be spoiler-free, um, aside from you know the bare, bare minimum in terms of just the general framing, right? I think everybody who knows about Strikers knows it is a return of the Phantom Thieves. Uh, they are reuniting after uh, a few months apart, you know, after like, a, it's about a year at this point. Um, and, and that's, you know, that's about all we'll spoil for you for now. We'll get into all that in our spoiler uh full cast in about two three weeks you know when i'm able to finish the game i know you're real close to it at this point but i'm about halfway i i told i, I messaged pete because um i was figuring out when we wanted to get together for this and when he suggested the date i was like you know what i'll probably hold off uh i'm i'm a good amount in i'm about 16 hours into the story okay. steam time says way more of that than that but and i'll explain that why explain that later excuse me but yeah i mean this is a game Pete and I have been waiting for since, uh, well, for Pete, since he finished Royal. And for Not me, too long I, for me. <laughs> yeah, it's for me since, I, I would say about a year since I finished Persona 5. Um, and yeah, man, I want to just start right out the gate. I mean, what are you feeling? I mean, how are you, what do you think of the, obviously, like if you see who's developed this game, it's right on the cover art. And if you need some inspiration of who's on the cover art, it's right here. I got it. It's one, one of, of three copies. copies. Sure, sure. Yeah, don't worry. For the for the <laughs> thumbnail, I'll make sure to hold them all up. Sure, great. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, so um, where I'm at with it, I, I talked a little bit about it on the podcast proper, uh, which released yesterday, uh, if you're listening to this on Tuesday. And, um, you know, I think it's, it's hitting about as right as it can for me, I think. You know, I, I've talked uh, famously on the show about how I really just don't like Musos. Um, the gameplay loop of them has never really hit for me. And the only reason I wanted to get this game was because I knew that it had a story, right? It had a proper story and it's kind of an official, unofficial sequel to Persona 5, um, not Royal. So the way I've kind of described it and the way it feels to me anyway now, and I, you said you're about 16 hours in, I think I'm at six, six or seven. Um, uh, it feels like the anime movie to Persona 5's, you know, seasons of an anime, right? Where yeah. it is, uh, it's definitely a canon story and it 
the writing feels right, the character interactions feel right. It definitely feels like Persona 5, but it definitely also, you know, is not Persona 5 2. So, I think if you go in with that expectation, um, there's a chance that you're going to feel disappointed, but I think if you understand what this game is and can get that, like, it's more the movie than the season two, um, I think you'll get a lot out of it. Because I know for me, like, the voice acting, like, the the character writing, the music, you know, the, the tone, the vibe, the aesthetic is all there. And that's the part that I, as a fan of Persona... Uh, care about the most but when it comes to the gameplay side of things it's a little bit more mixed for me I think the combat uh I said to you you know off mic um you know it it's not brain dead like a lot of musos feel to me like it it, there's an element of strategy there it adapts a lot of the persona 5 mechanics pretty well um but I do still think that some of the trappings of the genre kind of do get in the way of it for me like, I, the regular battles, you know, it encourages you to play kind of stealthily because if you don't sneak up on an enemy and hit them, um, generally you'll get penalized unless you hit them from far away and then you just don't get a bonus. But if you do sneak up on them, then you're not actually doing the fights really most of the time. Exactly. And the regular fights, there are so many enemies on screen in the classic Muso fashion. You can't really see the other Phantom Thieves some of the time. You really, like, can struggle. At least I can sometimes struggle to, like keep track where everything's going and yeah like i don't it doesn't feel like something like uh like dragon age 2 or maybe even like a better one of the kingdom hearts games like kingdom hearts 2 where like i can look at where my teammates are and get a sense of how the battle's going i always feel like i have to look at the mini map and be like how red is it like how many people are on screen because i really can't tell sometimes um especially like in smaller maps you know yeah, I mean, just piggybacking off of that. First off, sh- shots fired at Age of Calamity. God, brain dead is just such a strong word. I'm just, I'm joking mostly, but I, I, I echo a lot of what you have to say. I mean, just, you know, I think the easiest way of looking at this story, it isn't really Persona 5 2, like you meant. It's more like Persona 1. Point, Persona 5 1.5. Sure. Because it's like, yeah. it's more, it's a more condensed story. Um, and there's still, you know, the tropes of a Persona game since Persona 3 Fast, uh, or Persona 3, excuse me, like a calendar system, but it does feel a little bit lighter. I went in with the expectations and just like a disclaimer, if you didn't, if you missed the first, you know, seven minutes of the show, I love Persona 5. I love the characters. I love the universe. I love, you know, the sound. I love everything about the game. Like for me, it's it's all, it's a near perfect game, if not perfect. Um but yeah, I mean, Persona you, Five. I, I, you mean Persona Five and Persona Five Royal for that. For me, this game, I went in with the expectation. I try. I wanted to try and be as objective as I could because I didn't want to be like, oh, well, it's Persona Five, so it's all automatically going to be amazing. And I, I'm liking what I'm playing so far. I haven't really fallen in love with it yet. I mean, other than the fact that it's you know some of my favorite characters in any sort of medium ever. But yeah, I mean, like sometimes it can be a little hectic when you're in the battling. Um, I'm, I'm with you there on the, um, seeing the red dots on the map. Like that's normally how I just kind of, all right, this is where I'm at. This is where I'm centered. There are a few like small quality of life adjustments when you're going through the overworld. So like if you're in Shibuya, for example, when you come back, there's a nice little like camera reset button. If like you go into a weird, cause the camera could be a little bit finicky. 
Um, but I think for the most part, uh, Koei Tecmo and Atlas adapted the Persona um, 5 and Royal aspects really well into, you know, a Musou game. Yeah. And for me, like, I'm with you, man. Like, I like Hyrule Warriors. It's it's fine. It's whatever. But, like, it's just, it, like, once you've played the first level, you've pretty much played the entire game. You pretty much know what's going to happen. Whereas I feel with Strikers, the the act of using a persona is much different. It slows things down a bit to kind of reorient yourself. The thing that, the thing that frustrates me about it is, uh, the boss fights. I really like actually like whenever I'm fighting a, a boss and they have a handful of other enemies like that, maybe they have like one or two or three waves of the little mobs that you can just fuck up and then get back to fighting them. I like the pace of those fights and those feel really good. And they're challenging. So when, like, I know that the game can present me with gameplay and, and stuff and combat that I actually find enjoyable, it's frustrating how much of it feels, like, kind of just disposable and does yeah. have that, like, brain-dead feeling after a while. Um, but I actually I had some notes here that I wanted to get into because I think bigger than that, the problem I have with it is I think it, it, the, it has pacing issues. Like, I think the loop is not good. Um, I, so I, I don't know about you, but, um, so right now, right? Like I am in the first, uh, okay. I will say there is some, going to be some mild spoilers here that are not specific to like character stuff, but just, um, the conventions of how this game's palaces quote unquote are a little bit different. Um, I, I kind of need to talk about that from like a gameplay perspective. Okay. So, um, I'm only still on the first one, and I, I, I'm at the point where I'm sending my calling card now, so I'm about to end it. I'll, I'm going to finish it after we finish this podcast. Sure. Um, but I I found that I started the game on hard because Musos are usually too easy, and I kind of wanted it to like push back on me a little bit harder, right? So, But I found that I really don't like how often you have to go back to the world because they have, rather than uh, the safe rooms that you had in Persona 5, um, where they're the op opportunity for you to save and check in on your team and heal and, and you know, uh, fast travel through the, the palace, these are just checkpoints that you can immediately go back to the, the real world, and there's literally no penalty to doing so. So, like, there's no risk or reward for going further when you're already overextended and you're like, oh, like... I don't really have that many resources, but I really want to keep going because I know if I go back, the day's going to end and I only have so many days. And, you know, that's like the satisfying part of the calendar system, in my opinion, is that mm -hmm. ideally when you go to the palace, you want to fucking get to the treasure the first time because otherwise you're going to waste multiple afternoons that you could have spent hanging out with people or advancing your social calendar or your social interactions with other people or doing side content. None of that stuff exists in this game. So, like, the days are kind of arbitrary, right? Like, it's on this day, you do this until you hit this goal, and then it's the next day. And that's not the same thing. So there's no risk-reward there, and you're basically encouraged that every time you find a checkpoint, you should go back to the overworld, sell whatever loot you found, buy new items, and then just go back in, right? And that's yeah, fine. And I mean, I mean it's, dif it's difficult because, like, at the beginning of every Persona game, and I've played from three up, I've played pretty much all of them except most of the spinoffs. And, like, you're in, like, the first area. You're about to finish the first area. And it's just, like, I think the reason you feel like it, it is jarring. It is. And it, and it, like, it reminds you constantly, like, all right, this isn't really, like, a mainline Persona game. Like, it just it just feels like that, if I'm being honest. 
And it's because like the biggest thing, and I don't know if you agree with me, is SP management because yes, sure, that was the next thing I was gonna say is the items. Yeah, like just the SP management at the beginning of every Persona game. So if you're like listening to this and you haven't played any Persona game, but you saw this and you were interested, it's going to be tough at the beginning. I think this game where it's forgiving, though, is that you can beat the whole game without like or at least beat enemies in combat without using your Persona once just because of the new combat system. Of yeah, the combos and everything. But it, I mean, the game really kind of just nudges you in that direction. Like, oh, like you should use your persona against this enemy to get like a cool combo to lead into an all out attack or to lead into this. So I get what you're saying. And I, I mean, I don't think it's, it does have pacing issues, but I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing for me. I looked at it and I said, okay, now I don't really need to stress over myself about what I need to bring in before I go in. I can just be like, okay, let me do this. If I'm short on cash, I'll collect some items and I'll, you know, grind yeah. a bit to get some cash. I can go back, sell, uh, what I have, and then buy, you know, SP regen items or See, health points. So, th I, and I wanted to, because you're, you're farther than me, so you might be at a point where that's not so bad. But, yeah. like, on the first uh, palace, we'll call them, um, yeah. I, I'm i at a place where, like, the enemies, when they hit me and they get a good hit, especially when I had it on hard, they're, like, taking out my whole health bar. And yeah, yeah. every there are no SP recovering items I have access to at all. Like I have gotten some, but they are gone now, and I can't buy more. I've gone to every shop that's available to me right now. There, there are none. I have no way to replenish them, and I don't find them. I haven't found any uh, in. And and one thing hours. too that kind of that kind of sucks about it, and like again, this is just you know the nature of it being a spinoff and not a mainline game is that like you can't advance the calendar. You can't unless you finish the obje objective. So like. The calendar system, while I do appreciate it showing up and I do like the little transition. It's a it nod. Very, it looks very nice, but like it's almost kind of pointless because like you're given an objective at the beginning of the day or whatever. And then it's go ahead, like do the objective and then you can advance. So it's kind of more, whereas in like a mainline game, it's more here's the calendar system to keep you organized. You're given a big overlying goal. And you need to achieve said big overline goal by said date. Whereas this is like, okay, it's August 8th and this is your goal for August 8th and you can't move on until you finish August 8th. It just kind of takes a, it kind of takes you out of the game a little bit because like for you to be good at a persona game and like being good isn't how you beat the game. It's just like, if you want to do it in the most optimal way, you really got to manage how you plan out each day and all that stuff. But since it's kind of stripped down, it was almost, it almost feels like it was forced to be in the, in the game, like you said, it's more of a nod. Yeah, it, it feels functionality thing. It feels like an Easter egg, you know, of like, oh, this is a thing in Persona, so here it is. But yeah. like the the thing I was driving towards, right, is like, so not only is it that I don't have access to these AP recovering items, I uh, have pretty much uh, a a very limited amount of like health regeneration items that I have access to because like you have at least where I am right now, right. They mostly are heal 20 HP for one character. And then there are like heal 50 and heal 100. But the ones that are 50 and 100 are really expensive. So buying those every time precludes me from buying better gear. Or like you have to really grind and everything. And it's just like, okay, but the game doesn't really want me to do that. It's asking me to play stealthily and, and whatever. So like, why is it then doing that to me? Or why can't I get items that heal? Like why is 20 HP even an option? You know, yeah. like if everybody has like over 100 HP, that's a really negligible amount of health restoration. And like 
the fact that like there's a limited number of those items at uh, the the thieves shop and the fact that like the thieves shop that you can access while you're at the base is at the base and not at the checkpoints is annoying because the game encourages you that every time you find a checkpoint, you should go back to the overworld, like I said, and because and, it, it replenishes all your characters, HP and AP, and you can get more items. But for me to do that, I need to find one of these checkpoints, which are prevalent, not a problem. They're pretty much all over the place. But then I have to go, go back, go through a loading screen to get back to the real world. I end up downstairs in LeBlanc. I have to go back upstairs, do all of the, the item management stuff that I want to do, go back to the world, end up at the front of the, the palace, navigate back to the floor that I was at, then I'm back where I was at, and whatever enemies were there are all, are all reloaded. And yeah, it's, I think, I think the best way to word it is tedious. I think that's the best. Yeah. Word. Yeah. It's just, it's just like extra stuff. It's not a satisfying like, loop because it keeps breaking up what you're doing to make you do exactly. these loading screens. You and know? that's, you know, it's funny. I remember when you first started playing Royal and when we did our spoiler cast, that's what you said. It was like, the loop is what got me into the game. Yes. And like, that's like, a, that's what makes it unique. And like, again, like we both understand this isn't Persona 5 2, the continuation of the Phantom Thieves, but this is more of just kind of like, these characters were very special to a lot of people. And I'm, I'm, you know, saying this from like Atlas's point of view, like, let's just see what a, a spinoff could do. And if you, if you, um, I don't know if you did, but like, I read what the, um, I don't know what the director's name, the game director for strikers is. He basically was like, yeah, like we've been begging Atlas to let us work on a persona game for the longest time. So like, again, like that's why I want it to be objective. And like, I appreciate where they're coming from, but like, it doesn't nail like everything it sets out to go for especially early on because it's just like you're kind of thrown into things and then like if you compare it to royal directly there are a lot of quality of life changes they made into that game just in the overworld like spoiler alert the sprint button's gone you got to run really slowly from point a to point b at the beginning of the game which kind of sucks and that's just me nitpicking and stuff like that but overall man like the package um the metacritic score from when i last saw it was like an 85 and this is for people who have finished the game I think that's, you know, a little generous. It's par for the course, but a little generous. I feel like a lot of people voted that way because of nostalgia and gave it that rating. Well, whereas the, I'm, look I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, like, it's interesting to me because I think I agree with you. I think I'd, I would probably rate it a little lower than that. But I think the thing that's worth pointing out, because we've got we've been in a portion where we've been talking negatively about it because we're not talking about the story and, and that stuff. And that's the stuff that's really good. And I think that is where I could see somebody giving it, like, an 85. Like, if you would come into this and been like, yo, man, like, gameplay's whatever, but this game's, like, a 9 out of 10 for me, I would have been like, I respect that. Because, like, I think, like, graphically, like, you know, it's so cool to see the world of Persona 5 in 60 FPS. Oh like, it, it's so sleek and smooth and, like, it's it's really cool like again i i think the thing is this is a game for fans right like it's not i wouldn't play this game if you haven't played persona 5 yeah yeah you really it's just like it's fun right it's a fun game gameplay wise there are problems with it but like it really just because like in the, in the reviews didn't like i mean i'm talking mainstream ign pc gamer all those guys the reviews didn't really do it justice because they all have a section at the bottom before the verdict that says you can play this game, but you really should put like, it should just be like, you really shouldn't play the game unless you, because like everything that happens just kind of builds off the relationships you built with each character yeah. from the previous game. And it's up to you to use your imagination. Like, let's say you didn't max out Haru Okumura as a phantom thief. 
like it just kind of i don't know how to word it but like it's just like that relationship that no matter how far you got into that kind of builds off of like persona 5 strikers builds off of what happened in persona 5 for me for example i built i built up all my confidence to max and like I feel like that work wasn't wasted when going into this game. Obviously, I, nothing. Yeah, nothing carries over. Like I'm, I'm playing on a different platform, for example. But like, I feel it. Like I feel like, like right when you get into Shibuya and you can start exploring and kind of all the cutscenes are done for the first time, you like see it. Like when you go and talk to them in the overworld, you're like, wow, like we're boys. Like we're we're close. Like I get yeah. this. I, uh, so it's gonna take you out of it. If you want to just play the game, by all means, go ahead. You just won't know what's going on. I said to you, like, I, 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 I teared up uh, in the opening sequence of the game where your character like comes home for the first time and everybody kind of like welcomes you back. I got super emotional. It was very much feels like coming home and like it, it feels good. It feels like Persona 5, except for the parts sometimes when you're playing the game and fighting. Uh, but the, and when you're playing the game. Right. Which is, it is what it is though, you know? Because it's like that, th those, I, those criticisms are there and, and, and it's true, but like emotionally, I'm getting a lot out of the game. Like I'm finding it fulfilling as fan service, as as an excuse to spend more time with the characters that I like, and it doesn't feel like bullshit because that was what I was afraid of was that it was gonna like especially when they first announced it, right? It's like oh, like this is just gonna be like Hyrule Warriors where like the characters are in or like like Persona Five like dancing all night, right? Where it's like the characters are in the game and they're voiced by the voice actors and they have dialogue, but it's not. It's it, not the same. It's not anything, right? This is yeah, the yeah. same in that way. Like, it, it does feel like the Phantom Thieves are reunited and they have a new mission and a new cause and they're trying to figure it out together. And, like, that shit feels authentic. And, like, that's what's important to me, you know? And that's that was what I cared about. The only thing yeah. uh, I wanted to talk about a little bit again, and, and again, we'll, we'll keep it spoiler-free here, but uh, I did just kind of want to, like, see what you thought about this. Uh, the one thing I thought was kind of like funny from a story side of things um, that like doesn't quite pass the smell test for me, but it, it's all right, is I think it's really funny the way that they like try to explain the fact that like this game's new like palaces and, and treasures and all the things that are kind of the, the stuff you'll remember from Persona 5. Uh, it's like, oh, it's like this thing, but it's not that thing. It's not that thing at all. And it's like, I know exactly what you're but like about. it is though, you just know? Kind it, of like, just kind of like the objective of what you're doing in said palaces is like, it's different than what you would be doing if you were playing Vanilla Persona 5 or Royal. And for me personally, like, I really like it because I would have felt like it was just lazy story-wise. And I'm using air quotes if you're watching the YouTube video. Um, if they just were like, Yep, it's just more of the same. Like, oh, yeah, it's like it's just back. You know what I mean? Like, so, like, whilst I appreciate their effort and I do, I do like it, I would, I'm with you. I'd prefer the, the other way that you're doing it and just kind of how that's explained. Um, and I'm yeah. not gonna, I'm not gonna explain like how they're figuring this stuff out. That's, we'll, we'll get know, into all that when we that's do the spoiler, the spoiler cast. cast. But yeah, I do, I do really like it. One thing I did want to mention, um, positively about the gameplay, and I, I think you might not agree with me here, but. Uh, I've been playing Kingdom Hearts, Kingdom Hearts three, excuse me, a lot before this came out. You know, just to yeah. tag me over, and I feel like Persona Five Strikers. Like one thing I should mention before I even get into that point is like Koei Tecmo does a very good job of this game looking like a Persona game. Yeah, like, it's 
like if you remember Hyrule Warriors when it came out on the Wii U, that was like its own thing. The menus looked really bad. Like just the whole like UI system wasn't there for me. Um, and then Age of Calamity came out and they tried to mirror the Breath of the Wild style, but they kind of, I, I never played it, but from what they I They did a lot. I think they did a really good job of, of this same thing there, of like nailing the look and feel of it, but just bringing their own gameplay to the yeah, table. Yeah, like, exactly. And then like, I look at, um, like one of the big things Persona 5 and Royal fans really like is the menus. Like they're animated. They're like. You know what I mean? Like, and, like, the, the SFX and stuff. Yeah, yeah, and, and like, and you, like, you go to options, and you see Futaba go. She says, boop, as she swipes by, which is cool. I prefer the Persona 5 ones just because they're more streamlined. They're faster. They're all kind of one color palette. But I do appreciate Koei Tecmo going out of their way to make it feel like, okay, this is just more of the same, except with a different, you know, gameplay loop and a different uh, yeah. combat style. It feels like, tonally cohesive. Exactly. And, like, I, I'm... One for the combat. Another positive is like, whilst the combat goes from RPG to more action oriented, I do still feel like I'm playing a Persona game because going like it's like you said, like you're um, you're hiding and you have to sneak up on people so your meter doesn't go up and stuff like that. Whereas if you're playing like Hyrule Warriors or Dynasty Warriors, it's you load in and there's just a bajillion assets, and I'm not even going to say models, just a bajillion assets right next to you, and it's just yeah. So I, I do appreciate that. Um, I do also really like, and this was my main point from two minutes ago. I do really like how they enhance, and this is story stuff. We're not going to get into the details, but they made, they again, they went out of their way to enhance the characters. Like, I feel like the six months that took from like the ending of the first game up until this one, that six month period, I feel like Ryuji on Haru, like all the Phantom Thieves grew as people. Like yes. they've adapted. So like, because it could have just been very easy to have, uh, I'm not going to explain why, but like Futaba's issue still be a prevalent thing. And like, now it's like, oh, she's going to get in past it, but she's still not confident enough to do the whole thing herself. And yeah, it's like, it, I, what I like about it is, t to the point, you're, the example you're giving there with Futaba, right? It's it's they show that the characters have grown and changed, um, but not a ton. Right? It's, be only, it's only been like in-game. It's only been six months. Yeah, so. like they like they, you know. They, they've grown and changed from the experiences you went through together and then what they've done on their own. But, like, they're still the people you knew, and, like, that's what real life is like, right? Like, people don't change that much. Um, you just kind of grow a little bit, and you get a little bit better over time, ideally, right? And, like, that's... You see that with these characters. And I also really like that they all got, um, like, like light redesigns. They all have new outfits. And, like, yeah. that's really cool. Um, but then I also like that, like, stuff like, like Sojiro didn't, you know, because, like, yeah. he's an old dude. Of course, he dresses the same. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's, like, all that stuff, they got just right, you know? And yeah, like, and, and, again, like, it's, you know, I, I, I'm coming from a place where I really like the universe and stuff like that. And I just, it, it feels like to me, like, because, like, even watching, like, the initial trailers, like, I've been following this game since it came out in Japan last year. And, like, they didn't show enough of, like, that world environment adapting and, you know, moving forward. And. You know, like, p having put in a couple, a good amount of hours into the game, I feel like they nailed that. They did that really well. So, shout out to them. I think one of the biggest positives I can give to this is the music. I mean, the remixes God, are so good. Oh, my God. The remix of the fucking battle music kicks ass. So, yeah, that, that song's called The Last Surprise. Um, the main, at, the main, like, how, what are you, a musician? The main musician, her name is Lynn and her band. 
and um, they actually played the battle theme, like the new battle theme at the Game Awards this past year. Right, yeah. It's, it's like that, like, like, it's like a, it's basically like a punk cover of it. <laughs> it's very, very good because it's just, again, like, it amps everything up because you're doing more. You're putting in more inputs in the controller. You're moving fits, faster, you know, like, it. it it I've been looking it. for that song on Spotify for a week. I still can't find it. So if you're watching this, I'll plug myself at the end. You know, you'll know where to find me. Hit me up. But, um, <laughs> but I also like you're you're like in the beginning of you're still in the first uh, palace. That theme song, like it's it's kind of weird how the music kind of works when you enter a palace, and I'm not going to explain it here. But like that main theme that's specific to that um, palace is like. It's weird because, like, I mean, if you've seen the trailer, you know what, like, one of the enemies looks like. Um, and it's just that music fits that character who you will meet yes. in the real world so well. And, like, I like the little nod that it does. Like, it's kind of like an old school pop, you know, pop timey kind of thing. And I feel like um, they did a really good job of, like, in capturing, like, how zany and crazy the, the palace is and all that stuff. And I think they did a really good job of making the, the score fit with the set area you're in um which is good i really like it um and then one more thing just you know while i'm speaking positively one thing that i didn't like about persona 5 and like this is very rare this might be the only thing i don't like about that i've game, never heard like, you say that you didn't like a thing about persona so 5. You, you're pretty much i mean if you've played persona 5 or royal you know and like this isn't really a spoiler because like all the cover art kind of just alludes to it arsene is joker's persona like that's his specific one. If you played Persona three and four, they each have their own. That's like specific to their like. You know how like when they awaken, they have a, like all the other characters have one, right. and like that's it's like a cognizant vision of who they are. Arsene is what, what Joker is supposed to be. That's why he doesn't have like a big awakening and all that stuff. And for me personally, I really like Arsene. I think he's probably the coolest looking Persona. But in Persona five or Royal, at least I can't speak for you to do it optimally. You don't ever use him. Like, you never, like, you use him in the first dungeon, and then there's, like, six more after that, and you never see him again, other than if you're fusing to get a better persona. Right. This game is very forgiving on as to how you use them, and I feel like I could always have an Arsene in my party, just because, like, man, just the music cues, like, Joker saying Arsene when he uses the persona, like, stuff like that gets me into the game, and it kind of puts me in that world. So I think they did a really good job of making it, of making the, like, fusion system and the persona system a lot better not better than the original, but like for this title, they made it to like whoever you want to use, you can use it and you'll have there's but there's benefits to using a stronger one, but you could still use your favorite one as opposed to not wanting to use that one. So which is good. I, I, I really appreciate that because like I would say the one thing I missed was using Arsene a lot and just like I said, the voice acting so good that you just want to hear every little thing you can. Before we close off, I do have two questions for you. Sure. My my first one being I guess it really is this one. My first one being, um, you get the, like, I mean, you saw the trailer and you've seen the gameplay. You play as a lot of different characters in this game. It's not just Joker. Yeah, we didn't really touch on that. Um, so, yeah, I, I just remembered it right now. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I want to kind of get your idea of who your favorite is to play as besides, you know, like Joker, like, as you'll find out soon, Pete, he, he gets pretty overpowered pretty fast. But, like, you know, like, you get access to everybody like that. Like this isn't like persona fiber. You have to earn them. Like they just give them to you right away. Yeah. And excluding the new characters. Cause that's spoiler cast stuff. Sure. Um, 
I I actually like the new characters loadout a lot, but I also I I find the characters that I play as the most are probably either Honoryuji usually because I find that like at least where I'm at there are a lot of enemies that uh, Morgana too actually sometimes because there's a lot of enemies in this area that are weak to fire or electricity or wind, so I find myself jumping back and forth between Joker and them to like line up combinations and get the chain attacks and exploit the weaknesses and get the all out attack, especially in the boss fights. Um, so it's, I'm really using everybody, you know, cause like you really have to switch characters out a lot because you're getting That's your health run down. And again, the AP <laughs> management is really important. So, yeah. uh, I will say as much as the AP thing is kind of frustrating at, at times, it is good that it encourages you to use other characters. So, and, and I like that each character has their own feel and, and it's like, that there's nuance to playing each of them, that's something that I'm finding to it's be not, It's not pointless. Like, each one has their own thing, and, like, they're not just skins where you're, you know, you put the same combo, you get the same thing. Like, everybody right. acts differently, which I think, again, is a positive about the combat. I, I just, you know, the new character, not going to send her name. I like her. She's all right. Not my favorite. I would say, like, directly. So, like, I mean, I'm a bit further into the game. You're going to notice you earn things as you play as the different characters, and it'll just pop up like once you level up, quote-unquote. Um, for me, I really like playing as Makoto. I think Makoto doing, like, you know, Fists of Justice and all that stuff. I really like that her the combos are really too. good. Um, I like Yusuke because he has a counter move, like a parry. And yeah, like, that is great. Very useful. It's just, it's just good for crowd control. But I would have to say my favorite is Ryuji because, like, his is, like, like his is more of like a heavy he's like kind of like a bowser or something like in the smash bros where he's heavier and like his moves are more charged based as opposed to just quick combos mm -hmm. so like if you're able to like line everything up correctly for him you can just maul like like in like 30 seconds and i'm not even talking about doing like an all-out attack right from the get-go like you just like you get that combo and it's really nice so i i really like him i like all the characters i don't really necessarily dislike except haru i think haru sucks like if you've listened to the spoiler cast, you probably think, wow, this guy really hates Haru. Such it's not that I hate her. I actually, you know what? When we get into the spoiler cast, you'll get my real feelings on her, you know, two games in, um, which is a positive thing. But she is so slow. And it's like, the game's not hard. Like, you're playing on hard and you're getting through, you know, relatively untouched, doing pretty well, other than, you know, you have to leave every so often and come back. I'm playing the game on hard as well. It's just like, man, like, you're just like, you're trying to like do something and like the, the enemy's weakness is what her persona is a specialty at. And it's just like, it's just like, she takes forever to like get out and attack. And I'm like, oh, I don't know, girl. dude, like I, I'm not having that problem with her. Cause like, I think especially with her, her, uh, rocket launcher, she's so good at crowd control. Um, yeah. like that, especially, that uh, there's, there's a boss fight early on where they summon like a wave of pixies and I remember just being like, "Bam, they're all dead!" Like it's like it's awesome. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I I think I think every character is good if you get used to their kit. But like, I also don't blame you for not liking the flow of like, any I mean, one like of them because they're all so like, different. Do you remember what I said on the spoiler cast? Like in a vacuum, you put this character by themselves and they're really good, like the whole cast. But if you put them next to the other Phantom Thieves or some of the other characters of the game, they kind of like don't stand out as much or you don't really like like them compared to someone else. I feel like I have, you know, like, you know, I'm not done with the game yet. So like, I feel like I'm still have that with Haru and I really just did it so I could get all of her, you know, level up thingies or whatever. But 
she she's not terrible like like none of the characters are outright just bad and i know i said she sucks but again compared to like playing as joker where you can just zip around the flipping arena that gets that when you get into combat or um you play as ryuji where you can just maul out a wave of enemies with one strike charged up just stuff like that i feel like um she doesn't get it's not working for you as much yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I mean, it's whatever. Like I'm I'm over it. It's not a not a big Oh yeah, deal. Like, you sound real I'll over still, it. You sound real I'll over still, it. I'll still I'll still pull her out when I need to if you know I'm fighting people who are weak who are weak against her persona's ability, but yeah, All right, well we'll we'll talk we'll talk more about that uh exactly. in a couple I'm weeks. I'm trying to keep it as spoiler free as possible. This is very tough because it's yeah. so easy to No, I can going. tell. The thing is I can tell you're ready to bubble over. So I'm about to end this show <laughs> right now before uh before we get any any further down that rabbit hole. So, uh Zade, thank you so much for joining me here for this uh first impressions of Persona 5 Strikers. We will be back at the end of the month for our spoiler cast. So keep your eyes peeled for that. Uh where can the folks find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Snackmite. You can find me at Twitch, where me and Pete might have something potentially coming up soon. No, no official Maybe. news, but we're working on it. Um, at Snacksoul, S N C K S O U L. So no a there in Snack. And then also, you can uh, reach me if you are interested in some of the other stuff. If you're a sports fan, I do a soccer podcast. It's called Podcast FC Show, and I do another one called the United Pulse Podcast. So both there, if you want to hear more of me. Um, I do want to end on one th two things. One, Cassandra Lee Morris, the voice actress for Morgana. I love that woman. She liked one of my tweets recently, so thank you. I respect the sa I respect the sanctity of marriage too much to actually just delve out what I how I really feel. So I'll leave it at that. And then I wanted to do I'm my put best you in horny joke. jail. <laughs> I want to put my best uh, Joker uh, impression of when he rips one of the masks off, and I've been practicing. Mm. Show me your true form. <laughs> Smith's working they on his demo it. reel. <laughs> they they changed it. They changed it a little bit. So I definitely wanted to work on that. But um, <laughs> yeah, uh, thanks for having me, Loot Pods Gang. Thanks for doing this with me, Pete. I look forward to doing the spoiler cast with you at the end of the month. Sounds good, man. Uh, as for us, of course, if this is your first video here, uh, the Podcast is a weekly gaming podcast. It posts on Mondays. Uh, so go check out our latest episode this week, where we completed our Ring Fit February challenge and uh, talked about. Uh, I just recorded it. I got to tell you, I don't remember what else we talked about, but it was a good one. Go read the description. Been a long day for me. Um, but you can also go catch us on Twitch and YouTube and wherever else you get your video game content. We're there making some video game content for you. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, please give it a like. Subscribe to the channel. Click the notification bell so you see when the next episode goes live. And uh, enjoy this shot of the many, many copies of this game that Zade bought over on the so YouTube I have, version. I actually have the Japanese copy, too. I bought that just because, like, I never thought the game was actually coming to the this West. This guy's ridiculous. So here's your thumbnail, Steve, if you're, if you're looking for one. I'm the one. Who, I'm making the thumbnail. All right. Well, we'll see you on the spoiler cast in a few weeks. Catch you next time. Bye. <laughs>